Good morning, Shavua Tov. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachis. Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Orlo, Halacha Dalit, Parabrev Chafalif. Today's shir is dedicated in honor of the site of Chaya Rashi Rochel Bas Chayalea by our good friend Moshe Sherman and Lilo Nishmas, Eliezer Bernosniakov, Yentafradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Zahavalea Bas Rabbi Avron, Sipkarifka Bas and all the others that need an Ibu Nishama. And for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Baskalia, Rochel Baskalia, Noya Nachama Baskalia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Malki Hinda Bas Kreindl, Shlaima Ben Rivka Sprinza, Hinda Sheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshan Ben Soralea, Yente Soro Bas Hanarus, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha Bas Peril, Daniel Borach Ben Soro, Avi Vachaya Bas Esther Mindel, Froma Bas Ganesa, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Avigal Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Dovid Lei ben Shena, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Gitganenu bas Sipoira, Lebelea bas Sipoira, Avi Bilar bas Yispendel, Sorocha bas Yispendel, Esther Malka bas Sorososha, Aaron ben Sorososha, Yehudis Ruchama bas Chavarus, Dovid ben Behia, Shendel bas Leia, Yisrael ben Chanalea, Ayelet Shishana bas Chanalea, Liana Golda bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Eliyahu ben Miriam Rus, Moshe Mendel ben Leia, Leib ben Zhenya, Besoich Shar Choli Yisrael. Rav Zal now goes back onto the topic of this halacha, which is the laws of Orla and Netaravai. Netaravai means the produce of a tree during its fourth year. Based on what we're learning here, we'll be able to understand the law of Netaravai, whereby the fruit that grows on a tree during the fourth year of the tree's growth must be brought to Yerushalayim to be eaten there. Because once the three years of Orla have passed, when we were not allowed to eat any of the fruit that grew during that period of time. And as we learned in the previous Urim, the three years of Orla correspond to the three taivas that Rabbi Nezal speaks about towards the beginning of chapter one in the second half of Likud Iran, which are taivas momoim, taivas achila, and taivas niuf, and the three avoidos, which he speaks about later in that chapter, which are avoidizora, gilu arayas, and shfichas domim. So once we passed the first three years, which correspond to those two sets of three, validei shehemtinu, validei shehemtinu, hasholosh neorla, and by waiting the three years, by doing that, we removed from that tree the klipos that the draw, that have the ability to draw during those first three years. Now when the fourth year comes, we're required to take the produce of that tree and bring it to Yerushalayim and eat it there. 
כדי ביטול השלוש אבוידוס ותיקון השלוש טייבסנל, because by eliminating the three אבוידוס and being mis- completely, as we learned earlier, the three אבוידוס have to be eliminated completely, and by correcting the three טייבוס, which means taking the good out of them and eliminating the bad, through this, we're to perfection of tefillah, as Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutim Ran, Shleimos HaTfilah, the way Rabbi Nezal defines it in that chapter on the Kutim Ran, means that that all of the vegetation, all the grass and plants and trees should give back their energy into our tefillah, which is the Dvar Hashem, Shehu Bechinas Hamalva HaGodol, which is also the Dvar Hashem is referred to as the great lender. In that chapter in the Kutamran, Rabbi Nezal shows from the Zohar Kodesh that Shefa flows from heaven it comes from the top. The top of the top is the Dvar Hashem. That's the beginning of all Shefa. As the, the Pesach says, Bidvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu, Uberu Apiv Kol Tzavon. That heaven and earth were all created through the Dvar Hashem. That Dvar Hashem passes down through the world of the angels and then to the lower world, coming into our world. And Rabbi Nassau showed there from the Zohar Kodesh, that the terminology that's used in the Zohar Kodesh is that the angels and the stars borrow from each other. The lower one borrows from the one above it. That's the terminology that's used. The, the stars borrow from one another. And the Shefa flows down, so it's all in the form of a loan. This Shefa is being given by Hashem down to earth, and it reaches into all the plants and vegetation, because the, the Medrash says that there isn't a blade of grass that grows without having an angel or a star that strikes it and commands it to grow. So the vegetation receives their power, their Shefa, from the stars, from the angels. But it's all in the form of a loan. And Rabbi Nassau says this, all of this vegetation is required to give back to the Dvar Hashem. How? When a Jew davens, when a Jew prays among the grasses, among the trees and the vegetation, all of, these, all of this vegetation returns the energy that it received, it contributes it into the tefillah of the person, which is also called Dvar Hashem. And this energizes the person's tefillah in a big way. And Rabbi Nassau over there in Likud Imran referred to the Dvar Hashem as the Malve HaGodel, the great lender. He quoted a pasuk that we say every day in Shachris, Utzvo HaShomayim L'cho Mishtachavim. All of the heavenly armies, all of the heavenly angels bowed to Hashem when they received their Shefa. The first letters of Utzvo HaShomayim L'cho Mishtachavim spell the word Malve. Because again, these angels are acknowledging that they're receiving this shtefa from Hashem in the form of a loan. So, so now, when all of this vegetation 
returns that energy into our tefillah, and our tefillah becomes showing complete and whole, then all medicines, all need for medicine and everything disappears. Because all of the energy and power in the grass and herbs and vegetation, which is what most medicines are made of, all of that energy now goes into the tefillah. And when that happens, all of that healing energy goes from our tefillah into whatever we eat and drink. As it says in a pasuk, Hashem says, I will bless your bread and water and remove all sickness from you, meaning that the bread and water will have the same power as medicines. And Rabbi Nezal goes on to show there in Likud Yamran, that this is all related to the sparkling of the light of Moshiach. Meaning, when our tefillah reaches this level of perfection, whereby all of the vegetation of the fields and the gardens contributes its energy into our tefillah, as the Pasuk says, Yitzchok Avinu went out to speak to Hashem in the field. And Rabbi Nezal shows that the first letters of these four words, make up the word yevul, which means produce or product. That's the term that's used to refer to all the vegetation, all of the food that we get from agriculture. That's called yevul. So, so, the, so Yitzchak Avinu went out to, to Davin Tashem among the grasses, which contributed their yivul, their energy into his tefillah, when the tefillah is complete and perfect like that, <clears throat> that's the sparkling light of Moshiach. Ayin Shon calls look over there in chapter one in the second half of Likud Imran, where Rabbein expounds on this. Rabbein shows that the word Moshiach is Mesiach, Moshiach will receive his energy from the Siach HaSodeh, because we know Rabbi Nezal tells us in chapter 2 in Likut Imran and other places that the main weapon of Moshiach, the main success of Moshiach, will be through tefillah. And Rabbi Nezal relates it to the nose. Ruach apeinu Moshiach Hashem. Moshiach is called the spirit of our nostrils, the neshama, the soul. And, and we know that rain, when rain nourishes the crops, the agriculture, it's called motor. And motor makes up the first letters of three words, mare, tam, and reach. The three ways that we define everything in this world, everything in this world is defined by how it looks, mare, by tam, how it tastes, and reach, how it smells. 
So the word motor is maritam reach, and Rabbi Nizal shows there of which the main one is reach. The most important one is smell, the power of smell, which is the most spiritual one of the three. The, the ruach apenum, and that's the one that's associated with Moshiach. And Rabbi Nizal shows there from several psukim that the power of Moshiach, which is tefillah, which is the nose, the nostrils, the spirit, the, the breath of life, all of that, when the vegetation is giving all of its energy into our ordinary foods, into bread and water, and when our tefillah is bishlemus, which is what brings all of this about, that's that's the, the that's the sparkling of Mashiach. Paragraph Chavbeis, and this is why we find that the Torah promises us several times that when we will really serve Hashem properly, Hashem will give us the rain in its proper time, and as a result, the earth will give forth its produce, its product, its yevul. As it says, we say this in our Kriyashma, if we will listen to Hashem, then Hashem promises, I will give the rain in its proper time. If we don't listen to Hashem, the, the Pasuk warns, watch out, be careful, if you're going to worship idols and things like that, then there'll be no rain. The earth will not give forth its produce. And so too, in the beginning of Parshas, we find the same thing. It says there, if we'll follow all the commandments of Hashem, I will give you your reins in their appropriate times. And in several other places, because the main promise and guarantee that Hashem gives us that He's going to provide rain, which is what nourishes all of the plants, which differ from each other in how they look and how they taste and how they smell. Shehu Roshe Tevois Motor, and these three words, the first letters make up the word motor, rain, Sheikr Hu Horeach, of which the most important, the holiest one, is smell. Shekulam Tzrichim Lachsar Veloses Koicham Lesharoshon. And all of these plants and vegetations have to return and give back their energy into the source from which their energy originates. Shehi Batfila, which is in our Tfila, Shetia Klula Mikol Siachasode, that our Tfila should be a composite of all the red vegetation, all the plants and everything that grow. As the Pasuk says, Yitzchok went out to speak to Hashem in the field, and the first letters make up that Rosh Tevis Yivul. As Rabbi Nizal discusses this in chapter one, in the second half of Likutim Aran, which this halach is based on, and Rabbi Nizal presents it in a shorter way 
in chapter 11 in the second half of Likut Emran. Ayin Shon, take a look over there. And this is definitely a very significant promise. That the earth will give forth its produce. Which means on a spiritual level that all of these plants and trees and vegetation will return the energy that they received they'll return it to the Dvar Hashem, from which it originated from, which is also our tefillah. Shehu tikun kol ha'olamais. And this brings about the tikun for all the different worlds. Bechinas hisnoitzitzis Moshiach. This is the sparkling of, of, of the light of Moshiach. Any questions, please? Yes, Rabbi. Mm-hmm. Does does this have to do with speech, or is there also an aspect of thought? Speech, primarily. Speech. This is a very, very important point that Rabbi Nezal stresses. We know that thought is important, and thoughts are powerful. Rabbi Nezal says a person should watch their thoughts, because thoughts, when a person really concentrates on something with their mind, it can, it can affect things. However, it's not to be compared in any way to the power of speech. Rabbi Nezal put the most emphasis on speech as the Gemara does. There's a famous simple statement in the Gemara where the Gemara says, Ki chayim The Torah and the words of Torah and words of prayer give life to those who give them forth. It says, and the Gemara says, to those who give it forth with their mouth. We must, must make sure to be speaking words of Torah and to be speaking words of prayer whenever possible. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I believe we skipped a paragraph. We, we went on to Chav Beis. We skipped the final paragraph of Chav Aleph. Rav now goes into showing the significance of eating that fruit of the fourth year. And also, Meiser Sheni fruit must be eaten in Yerushalayim. What does Yerushalayim have to do with all of this? Ki Yerushalayim, Shehi Mekoim Hatfila, because Yerushalayim, which is in many ways the best place for Tfila, Kishom HaBeis that's where the Beis Hamikdash was located, Shehu based Tfila which is called a house of prayer, Hashem's house of pr- prayer. It says, Ki beisi, beis tefilo Hashem says, my house, which is the Beis HaMikdash, will be called a house of prayer for all nations. 
Kishon Mekoyim Hayira Canal, because Yerushalayim is the place of Yira. The word Yerushalayim is Yira Shalim, complete Yira. Alkain and Yira is synonymous with Tfila. The Pasuk says, Isha Yira Hashem Hitisalo. The woman who has Yira Hashem, she prays. She is praiseworthy and she prayed. Tisalo is Loshin Tfila. This explains why during that fourth year we have to bring the fruit to Yerushalayim and eat it there. And that's what gives us the ability to take the energy, the spiritual energy that's in that fruit, that, that, that produce that it received from the Dvar Hashem to be able to give it back, return it into tefillah, shehi bechines Yerushalayim, which is Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is tefillah. Vaydezeh nishlemes ha-tefillah betachles ha-shlemus. And this is what perfects and completes the tefillah to the highest degree. Al yidei she'oilen siyach ha-sodeh v'nechlolen betoich ha-tefillah. By all of it, the energy that's found in this produce, this agricultural produce, going up and coming into the tefillah. As Rabbi Nezal says there in the Kudaman, this is the sparkling of the light of Moshiach. Because by us bringing that produce of the fourth year to Yerushalayim, this makes, this completes the tikkun of this tree from which this produce came from. Shemeato, so that from now, from this point on, after the fourth year, all the fruit that will be produced from this tree for the next hundred years, as long as it is, they will, they will send their energy into our tefillah. And this is a major aspect of the repair of the entire world. As Rabbi Nezal expresses this over there in Likud Imran. This represents the light of Moshiach, which, which again is the perfection of everything. So, so far we've been speaking about Netaravai, the produce of the fourth year of a tree's life. <coughs> Rav Nosenzal also includes here the law of Meiser Shani, whereby when a Jew has produce, let's say we produce a hundred bushels of something, we're required to give two of those bushels, truma, tray mea, two from a hundred to the Kohen, then we're required to give Meiser 10% to the Levi, and then, depending on which year of the Shemitah it is, if it's the third and sixth year, then we have to give Meiser Oni, an additional Meiser that's given to the poor people. If it's the other years, there's Meiser Sheni. There's a law of taking another tithe, another 10%, and bringing that to Yushalayim, to, to eat it there. So by elevating the tour of the Netarvai and the produce of Meiser Sheni, bringing it to Yerushalayim, 
על ידי זה נסתכנן כל התבואה והפירוס. This makes affects a תיקון for all of our fruit and all of our grains, all of our produce. שיחסרו ויעלו כל כוחי סמלתו חטפילה, that they should return and send up all of their energy into, the, into our tefillah, שהיא בחינס ירושלים. Another word for tefillah is Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim. כי אוסר לנו לאכול תבואו פירוס, כי אם כשמסכנם אוסם בתיקון הנאום. Because we are not allowed to eat grains, any type of produce or fruit, unless we perform this tikkun. which makes these, all of this produce and everything return that energy that they receive from above to the source from where they got that energy. which is Hashem, which is also called Dvar Hashem. So if we look in that chapter in Likud Imran, we see that the term Dvar Hashem is used for two things. When Hashem speaks, when Hashem said, let there be light, with the, the ten statements of creation, that's the Dvar Hashem which created everything. And again, that the words of Hashem travel down to the angels, to the stars, come down to this world as spiritual energy, which gives life to everything. And then... Our tefillah, when a Jew davens to Hashem properly, that's also called Dvar Hashem. Rabbein Ezzel shows from Sukkim, V'osim dvorai b'ficha, Hashem says, I will place my words into your mouth. When a Jew is davening, that's also the Dvar Hashem. So this agriculture and vegetation returns all of that energy into, into our tefillah, which is called the Dvar Hashem. Shezeo b'chinas shleimus ha This is one of the important contributions that perfects our tefillah. And when the tefillah is perfected, that's called the light of Moshiach. And this is what ensures that what Hashem wanted in the beginning, that Hashem wanted us to rule over the angels, That we are able to maintain that that level of ruling over the angels and that's the tikkun of all of the worlds which were created for the sake of man that we should be to achieve all of this as Rabbeinazal explains over there in chapter one in the second half of the Kutimaran. question in the chat, but how can we make all of these tikkunim now that there's no Beis HaMikdosh? The answer is that even though we don't have the Beis HaMikdosh, <coughs> we have the, the, the Goyim were able to destroy the building. They were not able to destroy the site of the Beis HaMikdosh. The Mokoyim Mikdosh still retains its holiness. It's still a very holy site. And we have a remnant of the Beis HaMikdash today. We have the Koisal Marovi. And, we, and Yerushalayim still has some of its holiness. It still is referred to as the place, the site in which the Beis HaMikdash existed and will eventually exist. So it's not on the same level as it was during the, when we had the Beis HaMikdash, 
but it still definitely possesses major holiness. Any other questions? Okay, now we, we did paragraph Chav Beis, now we go on to paragraph Chav Gimel. And now we could understand the significance of the Jewish people eating mon during the 40 years that we were in the desert. Bechinas, as we find the Mechilta makes a statement, Hashem gave the Torah only to those people who eat mon. He owes bimei Moshe, kishiyotsam imitzrayim, because then, during the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Jewish people were zechet to get out of Egypt, through all the tremendous crying out and screaming to Hashem, as it says in the Torah, and then we were zechet to receive the holiness of the three holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, because we know that all three holidays remind us of leaving Egypt. Pesach is when we left Egypt. Shavuos was one of the important goals why we left Egypt, which was to receive the Torah in Har Sinai. And Sukkot refers to the, the Anani Akavod, or the Sukkot that we made while we were in the desert, when we left Egypt. So, but when we make Kiddush during the three holidays, we always mention Zecher Yitzias Mitzrayim. The Oz At that time, the Jewish people achieved a very high level of perfection of Tefillah. To the point where we were Zecher to draw all of the powers of every different type of food and every different type of drink into this new creation that Hashem created at that time. Shehu Haber Vahamon, which was the special well that accompanied the Jews while they were traveling in the desert, <clears throat> where a person who would drink from that could taste any type of drink in the world that they wanted, and the mon, which could taste like just about any type of food. Because Rav Nosanzal says, because today, now also, when a Jew is zeichet to shleimus hatfila, nimshachin kol hakoychay shall kol haperos latzmochim l'toich halechem umayim shoych l'shoisim. By doing that, the person draws every type of energy of every different type of fruit and produce and plant into the bread and water that that person eats and drinks. And therefore the person doesn't have to go looking for medicines because medicines come from herbs. All of the herbs have given, have contributed their energy into the bread and water that the person is eating and drinking. However, today, this is all invisible. We don't see it. We don't actually see it and feel it. We, when we're eating bread, it, it tastes like bread. It doesn't taste like every different type of food. 
אבל אוז בגויטל קוייחוי של מוישה ודוירוי, whereas then, as a result of the incredible power and holiness of מוישה רבנו and his generation, זוכו לשלמוס התפילה כזה, the people achieved such a level of perfection of תפילה, עד שהכל ראו בעיניהם. שהמשיכו קויכויס כל המאכול מהאשכולס לתוך מאכול משתמש חדושו. Everyone was able to see and feel and taste that all the different energy of all the different types of food in the world and every different type of drink came into this new miracle food, the mon and the, the water from the be'er. שהם המון והבאר שהיו משתנם לכל הטיימים שבוילם, whereby the mon and the water coming from the air would change taste. You, it could taste like anything in the world you wanted it to taste like. כי היו בהם כל הכוחי של כל הפרס והמכון שבוילם, because they had inside of them all of the energy of all the different types of fruit and foods. על ידי שכולם החזירו כל כוחם לתפילה. as a result of the fact that every type of vegetation returned their energy into tefillah, and from the tefillah, it went into the mon and the be'er. Because the Torah tells us that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heaven, to receive the Torah Shabbat Peh, and the angels almost attacked him. Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, grab onto my throne. So Moshe Rabbeinu was able to grab onto the holy throne of Hashem. Bibichinas, as it says in Eoiv, me'achez p'nei kisei, k'day lehinotzel mikinas hamalochim, in order for Moshe Rabbeinu to protect himself from the jealousy of the angels, the angels being jealous that Moshe Rabbeinu was coming there to take the Torah away from them, or out of heaven, and bring it down to earth. And Moshe Rabbeinu followed the advice that Rabbeinu Zal writes there in the beginning of that chapter in the Qutimran about attaching himself to the Kis Yaakov, and attaching himself to all the souls of all the Jews. Al-Kain b'vadai zocho l'shleimu satfilanav. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu certainly achieved perfection of tefillah, so that all the energy of all the different types of produce should go into his words of tefillah. And that's what enables him to attach himself to the source of all the Jewish souls, which is the throne of Hashem, And as a result of the incredible level of perfection that the Jewish people achieved then when they left Egypt, that's what gave us the incredible privilege that Hashem revealed to everybody that the Jewish people achieved this as a result of the mon and the be'er, which Hashem gave us, shahoyo bahem kol ha-taimim, which had all the different types of taste in them, ki hoyu kluin mikol ha-koychei shel kol ha-macholim kanam. Because the mon and the water of the be'er 
had inside of them all of the energy of all the different types of produce. Now, in the next paragraph, Rav Nosazal goes into an additional law regarding produce. Paragraph of David. And this is what the Torah tells us. That at the end of every three years, the Jews are required to remove from their home any miser of, of produce that they hadn't given away yet to the appropriate people. It has to be removed from the house then. Because we already explained previously when we discussed the first three years of the produce of a tree, Orla, that there's a requirement of three years specifically in order to subdue the negativity in the three taivos and in order to eliminate the three avoidos. Because these are referred to as three, and each one is a composite of all three. And therefore the Torah gives us this requirement that after every three-year period, a Jew is required to perform biur, to make sure to remove from your home any produce that should have been given to the Kohen or to the Levi or Maise Sheni that should have been brought to Yerushalayim. Because all of these gifts that Hashem requires us to give to the Kohen and to the Levi and to bring to Yerushalayim, is all in order to perfect the produce and the fruit <clears throat> with the tikkun that Rabbein Azal defines in Likud Emran, so that all of this produce should be able to give its energy into our tefillah. Because by us giving these gifts, truma and miser and these other gifts, giving it to the Kohanim and Leviim, by doing this, we're showing that Hashem created everything. It's not mine, it's all Hashem created it, and Hashem defined what the relationship should be, how much of it belongs to me, and how much I have to give to Hashem's representatives, the poor people, the Koyhanim, the Leviim. We are giving Hashem his portion. And this is what enables all of the energy that's found in all of this produce and fruit to rise back up to its source, Shehu Dvar Hashem, which is the Dvar Hashem, Shehu HaTfilah. That's how they were originally created. All of these things were created through the Dvar Hashem, through the speech of Hashem. And this is one of the definitions of perfect tefillah, when the tefillah has in it 
the energy that's coming from all of this vegetation. <clears throat> and this is why the Torah requires us to get rid of all of this stuff, to make sure to give it away at the end of a three-year period. Because at the end of three years is when the tefillah reaches a, a, the greatest perfection. <clears throat> because by, by upholding the law of the three years, we're eliminating the three avoidos. Avoidos zora, gila raish, v'chazdamim. V'nestaknu ha-sholosh taivos, b'sholoshanim. And we also repaired the three taivos. We separated the good from the bad. V'oz ha-tfila b'shleimu sanao. And then the tfila is complete. She'oilen kol siyach ha-sodha v'nechlonu b'sayach ha-tfila. So that all the produce of the field is is giving its energy into our tefillah. And that's why it's at that point, at the end of a three-year period, you must make sure to have given away all of these things. That's the time to make sure that you bring all the fruit that's supposed to be eaten in Yerushalayim, that you bring it there. And that you give all the gifts to their appropriate places, to the Kohen, to the Levi. So that by doing this, you're, you're repairing all the fruit and, and grains and produce. So that they will all give their, their energy into tefillah, into our tefillah. Because that's a time when it's possible to achieve the greatest level of perfection of tefillah. Because we already went through the three years. We are already in the second, the three. The three avoida is the three tables. And now we'll understand why when a Jew would come to the Beis Hamikdash and bring his, his all of these gifts, he would recite, he would make a special speech, which is called the Vidui that we say for Meiser, where he would acknowledge that Hashem gave me all of this and that now I've completed a mitzvah, I've cleaned out, I've given away everything I was supposed to give away. A person was required to say that vidui specifically with their mouth, to verbalize it. To say these words, I eliminated all of the holiness, all the holy produce from my home. Because this vidui is a form of prayer. Because as we explained earlier, the main reason for this biur is that all the fruit and produce will give its energy into our tefillah. And one example of this tefillah is the special prayer that we recite in the Beis Amikdash when we brought this produce there. <clears throat> where we say, Hashem, please look down upon us. 
from your holy residence in heaven. And bless your Jewish nation, the Sodoma and the earth upon which we stand. What we're actually saying there is, Osinu Masha Olenu. Hashem, we've done our part. Now you do your part. As Rashi Kodesh says over there, Hainu, just as we've done by taking all of this produce you know, and giving it to the proper places, and by doing this, we enable the produce and everything to give its energy into the Dvar Hashem. By us having fulfilled all the gifts that Hashem required us to give away in the produce that, that our fields produce, so to you, Hashem, you do your part of the deal. And bless the Jewish nation and the earth that we stand on. We're asking Hashem to bring down a blessing from heaven. What we're really asking here is that all of the energy, all of the spiritual energy and healing energy that's found in every type of herb and vegetation and grain and fruit, that it should all go into whatever we eat, the most standard foods that we eat, which are bread and water. That's the real blessing. As we showed in a different passage where it said, Hashem said, I will bless your bread and water, and I'll remove sicknesses, diseases from you. The word machala, which means sicknesses and diseases, is the same letters as the word halechem. So again, when we're to follow this whole process, that all the healing powers that are found in any type of plant or vegetation goes into our lechem, goes into our most basic food. Any questions, please? Question, how realistic is perfection of prayer today to merit? The answer is, <clears throat> it's our goal to try. We're trying to improve Hanukkah. We're in the holiday of Hanukkah. But one of the main messages of Hanukkah is Moisif v'choylech. Every day, adding a little more light. Yesterday, it was three candles. Tonight, it's going to be four candles. Every day, we're trying to improve, to make our tefillah a little bit better. Our tefillah, our Torah, all of our efforts. That's that's our contribution to this perfection. And we need to know that there's a tzaddik, there's a tzaddik emes, and tzaddikim amitiyim, they achieve the highest possible levels of perfection. And we're trying to play our role by constantly improving and growing. Anyone else, please? Yes, hi, Rabbi. Could you say that the produce of the field is a metaphor for man since man is made from the earth and he's referred to as a tree and that the uh, separation of the 
holiness would be referred to or would be referring to the meadows of a person and, and referring to the previous lesson that we uh, have to judge people favorably and that um, the bread could be the Torah that you could learn from each other. And then when you go to Jerusalem, that the unification of the Jewish people will actually give each other energy to be able to uh, unite together to create shalom? The answer is that's taking it to an, another level spiritually. It's possible, sounds possible. That could be another way of looking at it. Rav Nosenzal here is presenting it based on these laws, you know, based on the actual produce, the fruit, the vegetation, etc. I hear what you're saying. It sounds interesting. We're in this holiday of light <clears throat> and starting a new week now. We should be to increase the light, the light in the world, to, to replace the darkness with light in every good way possible through our tefillah, through our Torah, through our chesed, through every type of good deed possible. And to this, his notes is Moshiach. And whenever possible, to daven Tashem in the fields, in the fields, in the forest, in the gardens, or, or at least to look at it, to connect with it in our minds. To the final Gula Shlema, Amen, Amen.